Good to see you at church. The Lord's doing good things. How many know the things of the Spirit are just as, just as or more real than the things of the physical world? And just like we can see and feel, taste, sm- smell, uh, hear, that was the other one, in the physical realm, all these things are true spiritually as well. There are, there are things you can hear in the Spirit. There are things that you can smell in the Spirit. Uh, there are things that you can see in the Spirit. It's not talking about physical eyes now. I'm talking about spiritual eyes. I guess there are things that you can taste. I've never tasted anything in the Spirit, to my knowledge. Uh, tasted ice cream. That's close. <laughs> it's got to be right up there. But all these things are real, and we are supposed to be knowledgeable of them and be able to partake of them. There is the possibility of an intersection tonight between the physical and the spiritual. And when uh, these things connect together, what's in the spirit will alter that which is in the physical. All right. Now, your physical mind, body, anything like that, that's never going to alter God. It's never going to change Him, right? But the other way around, it can very much take place. Right here, right now, where we become aware and we make these things uh, known to our own selves, and as they intersect... Things of the flesh that are a hindrance, that are a problem, well, they come in, con- it's like they run into a brick wall, in a good way, you know, that brick wall's God. <laughs> and then things in this physical world get altered, and they get changed. Praise the Lord. God is good. Tonight, we're having a healing meeting, all right? And so, in a little bit here, we're going to lay hands on the sick, and they're going to recover, all right? That's Mark 16, and, uh, and so we'll do that in a little bit. Some of you who have conditions, pains, symptoms, uh, negative doctor reports, whatever it may be, in your body, you came and you're ready. I wouldn't even need to preach or teach or anything like that, uh, you're probably already ready, and you could just come up here, we could lay hands on you, minister to you, and it'd be done just that quick, all right? However, there might be others that aren't prepared, and so I want to take a few minutes to help you get ready. And if you'll receive the words that I speak to you, if you'll take them and allow them to, to make adjustments on the inside, your healing will manifest It will show up in your body so quick and so easy, it'll almost be funny. I mean, funny. (laughs) I mean, it's just just that easy. We need to understand that healing is not difficult. The power of God is not difficult. Why? Because we're talking about God here. What's difficult with Him? (laughs) What in the world has He ever run up against... And, and, you know, sweat, with sweat running down his brow, say, I don't know if I can pull this one off. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. 
And no disease, no sickness, no cancer, no, no birth defect, no, nothing rises to the level of hard. Rises to the level of, man, we better get the angels together and get, you know, get a big force in there. No, it's just nothing. Everybody say nothing. We got to see things in perspective. Amen. Healing is easy for us because we're talking about operating with God. If you brought your Bible with you, turn with me to Deuteronomy, the 30th chapter. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. All right. Now you know where it's at if you didn't know already. Deuteronomy. Genesis is the first book. I guess I didn't tell you that. First book. All the way to the left. Deuteronomy chapter 30. Some people will try to get you to accept reality uh, in your life. And that's what I'm trying to do too. But it might be a different reality than what they're talking about. Sometimes people will try to get you to accept the reality of a physical impairment or a condition or a sickness or a limitation. They'll say, just learn to live with this. This is just the way it's going to be. No, I'm not trying to get you to accept that reality. I'm trying to get you to deny that. To give it no credibility, no place, no position in your life, no authority in your life. But to acknowledge the reality of God, His grace, His power, His love. The reality of by His stripes we were healed. Alright? That's a much better reality. And, and, we, and we get whichever one we accept. We do. We, we get and we experience and we live in whichever one we accept. Praise the Lord. Let me say this for a moment while I'm talking, because the Lord helps us, helps me to say the right things at the right time, uh, not because I'm so smart, but because He knows what people need. Praise the Lord. Someone says, well, would God heal such and such? And they have this condition that's more unique, or maybe it's something you can, you can live with and it's not really going to kill you or anything. Listen, let's not remove anything out of the realm of God's grace and power. Okay, would he heal? Well, if you can fill in the blank there, the answer is yes. Not only would he, he has. Okay, anything. Say, would he heal a mole? Because that's not really a problem. Well, why not? Why would we remove that and make that? I know a person who had moles on their back and they believed God and they all went away. Well, if you can, well, if you don't know anything else, I mean, other than you have to accept that testimony, but if you don't know anything else, know this, that God is no respecter of persons. If ever one person got something, a healing of any kind from the Lord, that in itself is evidence and proof that everyone can have the exact same thing. It is, because on what basis did God do that? It's either on the legal basis of Jesus overcoming the curse of sickness and disease that was brought on by sin, or it's something else. And if it's something else, Jesus didn't need to go to the cross, he didn't need to take stripes upon his back, then there would have been that something else. But good news is there was nothing else, and it is based upon nothing else. It's based entirely upon the legal redemption of our spirit, soul, and body because of what Jesus and by what Jesus did on the cross and by being raised from the dead. Is everybody with me? I hope I'm not getting too deep here. All right. What I'm saying is basically uh, it's already taken care of, whatever you can think of, whatever the problem is. 
I, I know a guy, and, and, and again, I'm just throwing these things out there because they seem to be insignificant to some, but I know a guy who was in his 20s, and, and every guy, every man in his family lost their hair at a very, very young age. And he was just young, and his hair is coming out like crazy. At just a very young age, he's going to be bald in his 20s. And he was a believer. And so he decided to take, take God's word and take the authority of Jesus' name and apply it. And guess what happened? All of a sudden, his hair started coming back. His hair started growing back. He said it grew in blonde like it was when he was a little kid. A lot of, a lot of people, you know, blonde kids, they, when they grow, their hair changes. Some of us, it's different. Uh, their, their hair becomes a different color. Anyway, his hair had been not blonde anymore, but when it came back, it came in like he was a little kid. And he believed God and got his full head of hair back. Say, well, that's not very important. Well, it was to him. I tend to think that all things are possible to him who believes. (laughs) Say, would God do? He'll do whatever we believe him for. Amen. Whatever you ask, believing, you shall receive. Thank you, Lord. So let's not just, let's not take anything off the table here tonight. What do you say? Let's just leave it all there and say, huh, I see how this works. God really is who He says He is. He really is strong. He really does love me. His healing grace and power really is everywhere. And I can have it, and I can have it today. All right, we're getting ready. See how, see how this helps a little bit? Just right on the inside, our hearts get adjusted, just tweaked, and we're ready to receive from God. But I want to say a little bit more, because I haven't even touched what I plan to say. <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 30. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. It reads, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing, therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Now, this is a powerful statement, a powerful revelation from the Lord that we have before us and we have as options in our life, life or death, blessing or cursing. And the Lord instructs us that we not only can, but we ought to choose life. Now, if you understand life from God's perspective, then you realize that just doesn't mean your heart's beating and you're still, you know, still kicking, so to speak, and you're still in your physical body. It goes far beyond just living the length of your days out. It has to do with wellness, has to do with wholeness and soundness. It has to do with your health, has to do with your well-being in all areas of life. We can choose life. It is further demonstrated by the words blessing and curse. I think that stuff is pretty clear to understand. Cancer is not a blessing, right? Uh, side note to that, it's not a blessing in disguise either, all right? Though that, that's a religious idea. It's, a, it's man's idea. It's a demonic doctrine. Uh, God doesn't give you a, a, a sickness um, to turn you around or something like that because, uh, because you weren't seeking God, so He gave you a problem so you would seek Him. No, if you did seek Him in that condition, way to go. But you didn't have to have that, that condition to seek Him. 
Amen. That's not something that God is, God is into. If that's what it took in your life, fine. Glad you're seeking the Lord now if you are. Hallelujah. But nevertheless, that's not why it came. That's not how it came. You won't find that Jesus ever told someone that. He didn't hand out any diseases or any pains in his, in his meetings. Only healing came. Okay. And so we see from the scripture, though, that life and death is a choice. It's not a choice from, that God makes. It's a choice that we make. If I have life in my life, I chose it. If I have death in my life, I chose it. All right. If I have blessings in my life, I chose them. If I have curses in my life, things working against, and you can study the scripture to see what things are curses. There's a lot of stuff, but it's pretty much common sense that you can ask any person that's old enough to talk. Uh, what's bad and what's good. That's what it is, okay? And, and, and curses um, come in people's lives, but according to the Word of God, we choose them one way or the other. Now, let me encourage you tonight while I'm talking, if I am altering some beliefs or some ways of thinking in your, in your heart, don't push it, don't push back against them. I'm not telling you just to, you know, be like the little bird and just swallow every thing that mama bird drops in your mouth. I'm not talking about that kind of approach, but there needs to maintain, you need to maintain an openness, a humility to be altered and molded by the Spirit of God. Because He will move right now and use these words in such a way to where your inside is, is just shaped so you can receive what He has for you. A hardening, and I say some things at times, you know I do, uh, if you've been around, I say some things to jolt people. I say some things and it'll go, you'll go, hmm, all right? That's because we're trying to fix things, trying to knock out problems, and a current mindset or belief system has hindered God's power from flowing to you thus far. And it will change, the power of God will flow so easy. I mean, you'll step back and go, wow, I've heard that many times in a healing line. Wow. <laughs> I've heard cuss words. Uh, but not mad. But like, you know, well, I'm not going to say them. <laughs> Far be it from me. <laughs> but when, when people realize how easy and how powerful and how quick God moves. See, it'll be instant. Instantly pain leaves. Instantly, ears open. Instantly, eyes see. Instantly, joints are relieved. Instantly, tumors go go flat. Instantly. It is really that easy. And we can choose this. Now watch. This is, this is, I know this is, this is cool. This is powerful. You can choose to have that tonight. You can totally just choose it. You can say, yep, me. I'm taking one of those tonight. I'm taking a healing tonight. I choose life. I choose blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If something's going off on the inside of you, ooh, I, I pray that so. Where your, your, your decision maker is working. Saying, oh yeah, I can choose this. You can. Good, good, good. So, what if healing were a choice like we're talking about? Imagine that. What if healing we're a choice. Like salvation. How many know salvation is a choice? How many know healing is included in salvation? All right, that's another message, but it is. How many know healing is a choice? 
Now, that might be a new concept, but it is. Healing is something that you can and should choose tonight, where you make a decision, even right here, right now as we're sitting, I will participate with healing and health. And I will not get involved with sickness and disease and limitation and pain. It's a choice you make. All right, I'll come back and say that same thing again. Make sure it settles. Why can we choose? Well, not only because of scriptures like this, but the reason that we can choose healing, why we can choose health, is, well, let me say it this way. In the Old Testament, why could they choose? Why was it set before them? Well, it was based upon the promises of God. And they were told, if you will obey, if you will do, li- do right and live right, then, you know, the Lord would be your healer. And if you would do wrong, then these curses would come upon you, so forth. Though they were told that in the Old Testament. We have an advantage now, okay? In the New Testament, why can we choose healing? They could, under an inferior covenant, we can choose healing today because Jesus already took it away. Because Jesus already bore the curse and the the punishment. Basically, we could say it this way. Jesus obeyed perfectly on our behalf. And now, our acceptance of our healing and God's blessing is simply by accepting Jesus and that He took care of it for us. That is choosing life. It is choosing healing. It is choosing health. It is choosing this freedom that He has provided. That's why we can choose. Jesus already dealt with the sickness and disease issue. Healing now is like the air. It's everywhere. There's no shortage. There's no limitation. It's not far away. It's in the air. It's where God is. And He is here to stay. Amen? Amen. It's everywhere. When a person decides that they will be healed now, there's no more struggle. Game over. It's just done. It's just that easy. Healing just is. There is tremendous power in a made-up mind where you and I just choose. Okay, from this point forward, I am just going to be healed. I'm not going to walk like a hurt person. I'm not going to think like a sick person. I'm not going to live like... I'm just going to be healed from this point on. Amen. If I can encourage you now, while you're making decisions, uh, if you're going to be coming forward in a little bit for hands to be laid upon you, that's your point. You're right now, you're deciding, I'm going to go up there and from that point forward, I'm just going to be healed. Now, now, now what? God gave you the right to choose that. He put it in your control. I know sometimes many people think that certain things in life are in God's control and out of their control, but that is not the case with this. Okay, I'm not controlling when Jesus is coming back. I'm not, con- I'm not controlling the call of God on different people's lives. But when it comes to healing, when it comes to my, my life, walking in the blessing of God, I do choose that. And that is up to me. And if I'll recognize that it's not up to God and I'm not waiting on Him, that it's totally in my control, then I can just go ahead and be healed now. I can just go ahead and be healed today. Wouldn't that be good news? Yay! There was a woman in the Bible that many of you know that had that, that blood issue for 12 years, the, the issue or the flow of blood, and one day she made up her mind. 
And she said, if I can just gut, but touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. You know what she did? She made a choice to go be healed that day. She went up. And she went up without permission. And she went up and touched the edge of his garment. And just like that, God's power went into her. So why did, she, why did that work? Because she did it. She chose that. She could have chose her condition and said, Woe is me, I don't know what to do. God, you know where I am and you know where I live. And when you get ready to heal me, I guess you will. If not, you know, I just don't. She could have said all kinds of things. But she said, No, I'm going to go up there and touch his garment and be healed. And she got exactly what she chose. All right. I know a guy who, while he was paralyzed in the hospital, told his friends, Go get my, go get my boots. Go get my cowboy boots. Why? Because, well, they, and they tried to talk him out of it. They said, you can't wear those things in the bed. <laughs> you know, and he's paralyzed. You know. But why was he saying that? Because he was getting out of there. You can't leave the hospital if you don't have any shoes. Maybe you can. I don't know. But it's probably inconvenient. So he said, bring my boots in here. And you know what happened? He got healed of paralysis. That was supposed to be permanent. See, what are we going to participate with? The healing or the, or the sickness? See, all, all the pain is, um, it, it's just an invitation that we don't have to accept. Symptoms, pain, a diagnosis, a problem. I know sometimes things exist when there's no pain. You just get a diagnosis. We choose whether we're going to participate with that, give it authority, give it place in our life, or we're going to say, no, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Lord on this one. I'm going to go ahead and participate with His power and His grace and His healing in my life. That's what I choose. That's my choice. I know if you get around people who don't understand this, they'll try to talk you out of that choice and get you to accept what you see and feel. They'll get you to accept the negative. Refuse. Say, thank you, I know you mean well, but I'm refusing to participate this time. I've had enough days of sickness and pain and disease, and I'm not going to cooperate with that anymore. I refuse to be its friend. I refuse to allow it to exist in my life. I'm going to take God at His word. I'm going to choose life and choose blessing. I'm going to choose Jesus' stripes over Job's boils. I'm going to, I'm going to choose the, the favor and blessing of God in my life. And so, here we go. And that's your decision. And instantly, right there, you've just accessed the grace and power of God. Just like that, it was that simple, it was that easy. No more difficult than you saying, God, I'm going to let you be God. I'm going to let your power and grace rule in my life. Hope you're having fun. Ooh, I'm having fun up here. Glory to God. Someone said, well, I didn't choose to be sick. Well, maybe not intentionally. Maybe you didn't know there was another option. But we all are either giving place to sickness and pain and these things... Or we are giving place to health. We are giving, and we're all faced with a choice. Again, a lot of people don't know there is a choice. They think if I feel it, I've got it. <laughs> if someone tells me, if the if the scan says it's there, then it's just there. But all they see is the physical, and they don't see what really what's really there, and that's God's power and His grace. It's everywhere. It fills the room. It's in the CAT scan. It's in the, it's in the office. It's just everywhere. 
And we can participate with that and partake of that. And, and, and God's power will be on demonstration when we choose it. Thank you, Lord. And so, when faced with pain, we choose to give it place and authority to stay, or we give place to God's power and His grace. We can choose our response to be healed or make provision for pain. Let me show you Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. Let me show you a guy who got it. A guy who understood something. And a guy who probably knew less than... Uh, any one of us in here when it comes to God's power. Mark chapter 10, verse 46. It says, Now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So, and by the way, there's a side note there. Does anybody in here not believe that God is a merciful God? Did you see that he, he asked for mercy, not healing? But you know there's healing contained in mercy? The mercy of God is that someone would be healed. All right. Verse 49, so Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, everybody notice that language there. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Now, a lot of things in this passage, but notice Jesus didn't say, I healed you. Or God has made you well. No, he said, Your faith has made you well. He said, the reason you're healed is because of what you believe. Now, now, what did he believe? We go back to the throwing aside of his garment. Many Bible scholars will, will tell you that people in their day who were blind would often wear clothing or a garment of some kind that would indicate their condition. All right, so someone walking near them would see, okay, there's a person who's blind there. You know, don't run them over. And, and, uh, but many times it also would be in and of itself a, a request or a plea for finances. Because, you know, they didn't have disability or, you know, some kind of payment coming their way because of their condition. So a lot of times... Uh, when someone was disabled, unless they had family to take care of them, they relied upon the generosity of other people to give them because they couldn't work and so forth. All right? When he threw this garment away, he chose to see. Because he was throwing away his identity with the blindness. He was throwing away his livelihood as a blind guy. What was he doing? He was saying, 
I'm going to be healed. I choose to see instead of choose to remain in the condition that I'm in. And that's the way that we do the same thing. What are we holding on to? What are we leaning upon that we absolutely need to stay sick? To stay impaired? And when we lean upon that, we're giving place to it. We are choosing the condition. But he made a choice here and said, I'm not going to be blind anymore. What in the world would I need this cape for? Why, why would I need this, this uh, what, did it, what did he call it? Garment. Why do I need this garment anymore? I'm no longer a blind guy. But he was, wasn't he? I mean, at that very moment, could he see? No. But he knew, he knew those days were over. And so he threw all, he went all in with this. He said, this is my day. I choose life. I'm paraphrasing, you know, obviously I don't know what his exact word, but he chose to be healed and he went from blind guy to seeing guy in a moment, in an instant, because that's the way the power of God works. Are you ready to just go all in with your life and say, I'm just, I just refuse to participate with this anymore? I'm not going to allow this to exist. I'm not going to live with this condition anymore. I choose life today. I choose healing. I choose health. I choose longevity. I choose sustenance. I choose strength. Healing is now up to you. I don't mean this in a harsh way, but come and be healed or stay the way you are. Everybody with me now? See, that sounds like pretty cut and dried there. It's like one or the other. Exactly. Exactly. If you want to be healed tonight in your body, when you come, come and be healed. So what do I do when I get up there? You just be healed. Your choice. And the moment hands are laid upon you, decisions are over, now you're healed. You've participated with God. And there is no other option. There is no other result. When you connect with God, the power flows. His will comes to pass. And it's just done. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's just that easy. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I told you about how just a couple weeks ago, I was praying for a lady. She came, she, she, she came up. Uh, she came up uh, to the front, you know, kind of like this, but she was really tilted to one side. I mean, not, not, just, not just a little bit, like way tilted. So I said, what's wrong? You know, what, what can I help, help you with? She said, I had hip surgery, and now one of my legs is real short. And it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't just a little bit. So I said, okay, good. She was choosing life, choosing to participate with God's power and grace. Put my hands on her, and she went, <laughs> I mean, everyone in the place saw it. Everyone in the place saw her. She just went, whoop, just like that, it just instantly, just straightened right up, and then she could walk normal. Well, that's nice, isn't it? I realize from a mental perspective, this approach sometimes is not the easiest because people realize, and sometimes people all of a sudden feel like, you mean I could have chose this like a long time ago? Well, yeah. But don't live in condemnation. Okay. It would be easier for me to just stand up. Easier from a mental perspective, from a, 
uh, perception standpoint, for me to just stand up and say, well, you just never know. You just can't tell what God's going to do. Sometimes He does, sometimes He doesn't. And it's all in according to His sovereign will. That would be an easier message to preach. We'd all go out of here smiling. People would be in pain, but we'd say, well, bless you. And, uh, you know, heaven's coming. Right? I mean, I wouldn't be persecuted for that message. I wouldn't have people, I wouldn't have anyone call on the phone and say, say things and, 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 and send, kind of, send kind of nasty messages like someone may be wanting to do now. Right? And I'm not, I'm not in the, I'm not in, I didn't sign up to be persecuted. <laughs> I, I mean, no, none of us did. We didn't give our lives to that end, although we know that's the, that's the, that's part of it. But we can preach a real, you know, cream of wheat kind of message. And it's just, no one will give you any trouble, but it also won't help people. Or, I can get in your face, and if you know me, you know I do it because I love you, and I want to see you helped. Some people will be irked, and others will be healed and set free. You can choose it tonight. You can choose the healing power, the blessing of God, and your body will be altered instantly. Amen. Yay, God is good. Father, we're so thankful tonight for your goodness, thankful for your faithfulness. Thank you for the blessing of God. We choose today to participate with your grace, your healing power. We choose to stand against and resist every physical problem, every disease, pain, limitation, injury, birth defect, we choose to not participate with them any longer. We're not going to give them mastery over our lives. We're not going to make them God. We're not going to give them authority or the right to exist. But tonight, we choose life. We choose healing. We choose you. We choose your very best. And thank you, thank you for working in us now. Our, ha- our hearts are ready. They're open wide to receive. And I thank you, Lord. Instantly now, pains and diseases are relieved. In Jesus' name, we thank you for your glory, your presence that's all around. We thank you for your wonderful mercies in this place that abound. We reach out from the inside. We reach out by faith. And Lord, we partake of your amazing grace. Now, 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 you are here. Now, your presence is so close because we have drawn near. We glorify you, Lord. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise you, Lord. 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 Lord. We glorify you. Thank you, Lord.